up. Marilyn, Dennis, and Jamar. Podcast. It'll get you feeling good. Chum 104.5. Chum 104.5. Horoscope. Aries. You've worked so hard in your career to get where you are, Aries. You still have to be humble or it can all go away. Taurus. There's more than just showing your friends that you're in their corner, love and appreciate them. You have to respect their freedom. Give them some space. Gemini. Today is about planning for the future, Gem. This is going to take a bit, but once you come up with a game plan, you'll be ready to start moving in the right direction. Cancer. You may start to feel edgy today, but that's okay. You just talk to someone you trust to help you get through it. Leo. Leo's having trouble sleeping. Uh, You may not have had a great night of sleep, and you may not even feel great about yourself, and you might dread going through the day today. Today's going to be a rough one. Hang on. Virgo. Holding on to past transgressions is going to haunt you today, so you're going to need to talk to everyone who has done you wrong and share your feelings. Well, everyone, just be careful who you talk to. Libra. You're used to being the star of the show, but today you need to be more of a team player. Scorpio. You've been looking all the wrong places, and the answer could be as simple as being with your family. Sagittarius. Might be a good distraction to listen to your friend's drama. Maybe it's the answer that you've been looking for in your work. Capricorn. All right, you might be starting to feel like you don't have anyone on your side, but after today, I think that's going to change. Aquarius. Time's approving to be really stressful, and you're feeling it. Try your hardest not to feed into it, and instead turn to your friend for support. Pisces. Take a deep breath and know that this soon will pass. You'll come out of it better, stronger, guaranteed. Terrific. Those are the Tuesday morning horoscopes. Check them out again online on our website, chub1045.com, on the Marilyn Dennis and Jamar page. Wake up, Toronto. Let's keep it moving. Good morning. Marilyn Dennis and Jamar on Chum. Kind of sloppy outside today. Yeah, I don't think it knows what it wants to do right now. (laughs) It was a little icy when I left the house. My side streets were really icy. And then as I approached university this morning, heading down that way, traffic was a little congested because people didn't know what the weather was. Traffic. Yeah, there's a little bit of traffic on university. I'm thinking, okay, is everybody leaving a little bit early? That's for me anyway. And it's like raining now. Yeah. Yeah, so it's sleet, rain, and it could be a little icy as you head further north. Yep. It's going to yeah. be one of those days today on a Tuesday. Sloppy January 17th. Mm-hmm. Uh, sloppy second day of the week. Today's sloppy second. like oh. it. Do it. Yeah. What's trending in Toronto with Azalea Hart? Let me know, let me know. This story is actually very funny, and I've seen it almost everywhere, all over the internet yesterday. The Toronto Zoo, they are allowing you to name one of their cockroaches after your ex for Valentine's Day. So I I just don't know, number one, who would do this because it just seems it just seems like you're still thinking about your ex. It's also disgusting. And it, I mean it's disgusting. Once you name the cockroach after your ex, what do you do with it? You bring it home or twenty five dollars that goes towards No, that. yeah, you don't bring it home. No, you don't bring it home. <laughs> no, here, here's your cockroach named after your ex and you can yell at it any time. Um twenty five dollars goes to the zoo. Yeah, it goes to the, the zoo um, for like some of the zoo's priorities, including yeah. saving wildlife, promoting conservation. Um, but that twenty five dollars, you're gonna get a gift certificate. You're gonna it's gonna be digital and you could actually send it to your ex if you want and be like, here's the cockroach that is named after you. Um, but you also get a full charitable tax reception. So 
What? That's There's good. no squishing of the X's at some point in this area. And then, no, you don't get to kill the cockroach at any point. The point is to keep them alive. <laughs> so it's just a name a roach special for Valentine's Day. Well, yeah, if you, you were to do... the zoo keeps it because apparently cockroaches are very important. Got it. To the wildlife conservation ecosystem. that they have. Got it. To the yeah. ecosystem. Well, listen, if you were to do this, just text us the name you would name the cockroach, 104536, uh, you know, just for a little test run. <laughs> And maybe we'll, we'll, it works out. Yeah, we'll read out some of the proposed cockroaches, sure. cockroach names in the uh, the chumosphere. I think it's fun to you know donate to the zoo because they need it to, yes. to keep our wildlife. Right. But also, I just don't know who would do this, and I would love to know. You don't know who would do this. You, no. don't, you don't have one friend that has an ex that's like yo. That that I'm, I'm going to spend $25 and name a cockroach after him. No, <laughs> I don't have any of those friends. For the good of the zoo, you would. For the good of the zoo, just yeah. donate the money. You know what? Maybe it's kind of that closure thing that they always talk about. You know, one more thing. That cockroach. And you you get it. You name it. And then it's done. And you've got uh, a good George for... just got texted in. Oh, so really? there's one person that wants oh. his name in a cockroach. Yeah. All right. All right. Alex. <laughs> Sorry, there's a, George. There's, wow. a, there's an Alex cockroach there as well. <laughs> I wonder if there's a cockroach named Matteo Messina Denaro. Okay, because this guy is the number one mafia boss in all of Italy. I read this story yesterday, and it seems like it's a plot taken right out of a movie. Um, He was caught yesterday after being on the run for 30 years. Um, So he was at this treatment center. It's like this private upscale medical facility. It's known for treating cancer there. So this is how the police were able to kind of narrow down where he would be at the time that he was going to be there. Because apparently he's been getting maybe cancer treatment for a few years now. So this guy is, like I said, number one mafia boss. He's been convicted of dozens of murders, including helping to mastermind, along with some other bosses, a pair of bombings in 1992 um, that killed some other anti-mafia prosecutors. He led the Italian state to stiffen its crackdown on Sicilian crime syndicate. Wow. So he faces, like, multiple life sentences. So when this first happened, obviously he was 30, and he's just been on the run ever since. So now he's expected to serve um, in a maximum security prison and under the particular restrictive conditions reserved for top organized crime bosses. This story is so wild to me. It's, it sounds like it a sounds, movie. It sounds like a movie plot, yeah. Yes, and I didn't even read all the parts because there's some parts that are not yeah, for chats. There's a lot of parts. <laughs> it's very detailed in some of the things that he's done. And... I just, this is where movies come people, from. People were celebrating the street. They were celebrating the, the. I think it's the prime minister, the president. I don't know what they, it, over in Italy, was applauding it. They even said They're a rainbow curious. came out. <laughs> wow. They said a rainbow came out over the, the medical facility <laughs> when he was caught. That's the end of the movie. He was That's good. the end of the movie. He was pretty good hiding. If he, if he, was, if he was accused of doing that and also, uh, you know, given a life sentence... Right. Before they could find him. Yeah. Like that is like that's hiding. He said when he when he was caught, he was unarmed, but he was wearing like a thirty three thousand dollar watch. It wasn't hurting except, you know. But that's that, how you do it. That was it. Yeah. He was solo. That's how you get caught. Yeah. That's what's trending. Dude. <laughs> Shout out to Roach Colleen, by the way. <laughs> oh, okay. Another roach named Dave coming in on text. Ooh, oh, Dave. gosh. Oh, yeah. Dave. I'm telling you, man, people wanna I've dated a couple roaches. Oh my God! <laughs> you know our names could definitely be up there dated too. a couple roaches. Our names could be up there too. You never I, know. There right? could right. be a Jamar Roach on the way. <laughs> you never know. 
Marilyn Dennis and Jamar. When you wake up, wake up. Mornings on Chum 104.5. What are the unwritten rules in your area? Maybe in your town or maybe in like your suburb or in your part of the city. I will say one of the unwritten rules in the city is leave people's parking spots alone. And I'm the big a-hole this morning because I took Azalea's parking spot and I apologize. Did you take that personally? No, because I could park behind you. Okay. But I was still like... Uh, How would he do that? I knew it. I knew it. <laughs> when I did it, I was like, what am I doing? I didn't. I didn't. Uh, when, I, when I parked in the spot, I was like, what am I doing? And I said, you know what? I'll just take this up with her later. So I owe you uh, a coffee or a cupcake or something. I'll take I, it. All right. I promise. I'll take the coffee. No, one of your necklaces around your neck. You get, get <laughs> Give right me now. a chain. You <laughs> want a, give me a chain. Would you like a gold chain? Right. I'll give I you would, a gold actually. chain for your parking spot. But it's an unwritten rule, rule right? It, 100%. We all, we all kind of arrive at the same time. And this is yeah. the guy's parking. Blah, blah, blah. I get it. I get it. Same thing with with your neighborhood. This is my house. Yes. This is my car. Yep. Sometimes I park in my on my driveway, and sometimes I park in front of my house. You are not to park in front of my house. Yeah, I know. And there's no law against it. It's nope. just unwritten. Right. I'm trying to get into the brain of Tom Brady. Can we uh, go into this tunnel? Let's Do it. talk sports. Let's talk sports. Cowboys. Uh, <laughs> the Cowboys beat the the Buccaneers last night, 31 to 14. That means Tampa Bay's not in. Cowboys playing the 49ers. Uh, in one of the playoff games. And so uh, uh, removing his baseball uh, cap, uh, Tom Brady reached up to his parents and his sister at the mouth of the tunnel and gave them kind of a an acknowledgement. And after that, he was gone, leaving his mother looking emotional as she walked away hand-in-hand hand with his dad. What does that tell you? Um, He'll probably be back. Maybe he'll be, be back. I don't know. He says... This just feels like the end of a season. Right. I love this organization. It's a great place to be. Thank you, everybody, for welcoming me. So that being said, I'm like, he had one of the worst seasons of his career. Right. And he, I mean, listen, this was a tumultuous time for him personally. Right on. Right. Because the divorce and everything. So in my head, he's got this huge contract uh-huh. that he can be a commentator in sports for uh-huh. the next 10 years. He's wow. set in stone. But it's like, you know, I I think he's wondering himself. So he's taking one day at a time. I, I don't know that he'll be back. I'm very thankful for the respect, and I hope I gave the same back. That sounds like, see you later, thanks a lot. Uh, you meant a lot to the team. That's what that sounds like to me. Hmm. And I always look at the mother, you guys. I always look at the mother. What is the mother feeling? Okay. And she's going, oh, my gosh, that was it. That was the end. Not, well, just, not just a bad game, but well, he, the he doesn't have to do the dishes anymore, so uh, he can come back next year if he, he wants to. He can come back if he wants he, to. He'll have plenty of time. Yeah, but it's an interesting. He's such a superstar, you know, and he does is the star in the NFL. Just it's, it, it, Nobody will know. Last year he was like, you know, I'm, I'm gone and retired. He's not doing that this year, but where would he go? Where is he going to go if he leaves Tampa Bay? That's another question there, too. What, what is he, 45? Is that how old Tom Brady is Something right now? Something like that. The 45 yeah, year yeah. old. Yeah, 45 I've lost. years old. 45. Still yeah. doing it. Yeah. Uh, I I think uh, football fans will be waiting to, with bated breath to figure out what he's going to do. I know. I think, well, the NFL st- certainly needs him because he is a superstar. We'll see. Mm-hmm. Well, you're not retired. You got to go to work. <laughs> Marilyn Dennis and Jamar. When you wake up, wake up. Mornings on Chum 104.5. So, guys, when you plan that road trip you've been thinking about for years and years and years, you should just stop at some of these museums that are uh, pretty strange. They're all in North America, and they're not just dinosaur bones and fossils. They're other things. For example, uh, Marilyn, next time you head to Idaho, you've definitely got to hit up the Idaho Potato Museum. I'm going to do that. All right. Uh, Where is that? 
That is uh, in Potatoesville. In Black Oh, Blackfoot, Idaho. Oh, that's Southern Idaho. I'm, I'm, I'm right in on it. I didn't know. I, we didn't say. Blackfoot, but, Idaho is in Southern Idaho. Okay. And uh, it's pretty, I, I've heard all about this, you know. Yeah, they say that you could uh, learn all about the first potato planted in Idaho soil, nutrition facts. You can witness the world's largest Pringle chip. Um, yeah. And then I, I, th- a, I would spend the whole day there. Uh-huh. They have potato cupcakes at the end uh, just to sweeten the deal when you go through the whole experience. They do? Yeah, it's a whole vibe. Ask me what I had last night for dinner. What would you have had? A double dinner? stuffed uh, potato. You are Mrs. Potato. I am. Mm-hmm. Um, if you like bananas, you can go to California and go to the International Banana Museum. Okay. Um, they have everything there uh, in terms of memorabilia. When you finish the experience, you can buy banana record players, banana staplers, slippers, um, like the jade uh, stone bananas. Okay. Yep. It's uh, very appealing. Can I tell you one I'd really like to go to, and I've heard about it? Yeah. Is that, <laughs> I know, I got it. It's cool, it's cool. Neon, the Neon Museum in Las Vegas. The Neon Museum. All those big, big old signs that used to be on those big buildings. Yes. Now they're that's a peep down. show, peep show, peep or, show. Or Stardust or the Hard Rock Cafe or the Riviera. I heard that. I'm not, like, he thinks I'm not hearing it. But I had X, 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 X. Yes. Have you ever seen this? <laughs> yeah, that was like Manhattan in 1980. But you, no, but you walk through and the signs are right there. It's like putting the, the chum sign right down at eye level. Oh, yeah. And it's all this stuff, X, yeah. X, X, all that stuff. That's I'd cool. like to go see that. Yeah, neon is pretty wild. We have a neon yeah. chum sign right outside. Yeah, we do. That's cool. Yeah. Um, in Jersey, there's a museum dedicated to pinball machines. That's pretty cool. Um, you can go there, and it's called the Silver Ball Museum Arcade. They've got old-school pinball machines. They've got uh, video game machines. They've got Pac- Pac-Man, Galaga, um, all of those great throwback you know, machines that you throw m- piles of quarters into. Yeah. Will you be able to play any of those? That would be okay. a... I, I would hope they have some kind of playable experience. I mean, they can't have you just walk past all these awesome video that games. That would and not, be mean. Right? Yeah. And get, not get your uh, hand on any of them. Mm-hmm. Speaking of putting your hands on things, um, good old pencils. Anyone use pencils anymore? I have a, yeah, I, I used one the other day. Okay. Well, if Same you're, pencil I've used over the last 15 years. Well, if you're a fan of pencils, yeah. uh, you might want to swing over to Ohio and go to the Pencil Sharpener <laughs> Museum. What? Um, yeah, they show you good old school pencil sharpeners of all kind. Um, you know, the cranks. Yeah. The handheld. The electric. Right. Everything that, everything we had. And one other thing I want to say. I want to go to Wisconsin just for a moment. Okay. Because the National Mustard Museum is there. <laughs> the Mustard Museum. And why not? Listen, hot pretzels, if they got that outside the door, think of the variety of mustards you could put on that hot pretzel. Yes. I'm always thinking. I'm like, notice mine are, mine's about food. I, I, I could see that you're probably a bit hungry. <laughs> and to top off the most interesting thing we've ever talked about. Sure. You can go to South Carolina and oh. go to the Kazoo Factory. Oh, my God. The gosh. Kazoo Museum. That's funny. There it is. So think of things outside of just the science and the old. They have everything yeah. on display in museums around North America. I woke up. Marilyn Dennis and Jamar. Good morning. The Jam Morning Show. Good morning. Take us anywhere on the iHeartRadio app. If you're on your way to work right now, uh, we're going to describe a couple of your uh, fellow employees and just think about who this person is as we name you the type of employees. These are new terms uh, in the new uh, era of workplace disgruntled people. We talked about quiet quitting months ago, right? Which is really about 
working still. Yeah. But you're not doing it at your full potential. You're doing the bare minimum. Bare minimum. Probably hoping they at some point package you out and say, all right, listen, we're just going to, you know, yeah. call it a day. Here's your package. You're like, yes, finally, I'm out of here. Yeah. Yeah, that's quiet quitting. Quiet firing. That's another one where uh, the boss is actively, you know, they're paper trailing you. They're kind of, you know, bugging you. They're quietly firing you. They're hoping that you leave on your own. Yes. But they're doing everything to make your life a living hell right. on the job. Sending you courses for, you know. <laughs> yes. Sending you courses that, that you have to too. take. Uh, HR. Uh, yeah, I've, I've heard of that somewhere. I've definitely heard of that somewhere. Yes, yes. Okay, here's the other person you work with. You could let us know if uh, you recognize this. Resenteeism. 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 Like resentful, right? Mm-hmm. This is a person that's staying on a job that they are actually really unhappy with. They don't like the job. They uh, make the workplace toxic. Yes. They make everyone around them uncomfortable. Right. But they're not leaving because they need the job security. Yeah. There are no better options. And rather than, you know, pull up their, their pants and go find a, another yeah. gig. Yeah. They just let everyone around the place know that they resent the gig. They do. Like, out loud. They're saying it out loud. And the funny thing is, yeah. some workplaces don't really have any way of taking care of that. They can say, hey, sounds like you're not happy. Maybe you should look under, the, you know, other op- opportunities in the world That's, that we live in. Yeah. And they, they won't do it. That they sounds do. very diplomatic. Yeah, yeah. But is there an HR issue to that? I mean, could you... Is there an? Could you actually tell someone, "Hey, maybe you should leave"? <laughs> I'm not sure about that. Well, you know, you say like, you say like, I, it sounds like you're really not happy. Yeah. I mean, listen, I'm not in management. You're not really happy. Maybe there's something else you could do in the in, in the in the world of the way we work in, and try that. But see, the fact is, they almost like being stuck and letting you know about it. Right. That's a way of them taking a little power. That's and, right. And uh, yeah. using it against. And the, they're afraid to go. Yeah, resentism, and that becomes part of their their ethos on the job. They just resent working there. They do. Um, let us know if you've ever uh, heard of that, or if you even work with someone who is uh, actively practicing resentism. That's the new word. Is that you? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Maybe it is. Look in the mirror. It could be you. Do it. Yeah. What's trending in Toronto with Azalea Hart? Let me know. Let me know. So there's an upgrade to Barbie on the way. Well, it's here now. Um, And I guess with all the hype around the new movie with Margot Robbie and Ryan Gosling on the way this summer, Barbie is just working overtime, the brand, uh, on building up what they want to be a more positive outlook. So this isn't exactly a bad update here. So their new product is called My First Barbie, and it's aimed at ages three or old and up. So the difference with this one is that it's 13.5 inches tall, which is two inches taller than the traditional Barbie. And it's softer, bodied is what they're calling it so it has a larger waist and she has longer hair for easier brushing and the fashion is a little bit more kid-friendly her undies are just nude and full coverage they're not like sexy tops and bottoms you know Um, it also says here that a huge milestone that they made is that her fingers and her thumb is attached so it's a hand like this Uh rather than like this (laughs) where the thumb is out so that when you're dressing her it doesn't get snagged. Her thumb doesn't get snagged on the clothing. Because <laughs> apparently funny. a lot of kids complained about that over the years. Really? Did I? <laughs> I would we'll just hang her purse on that. That's very right. funny. Yeah, you hang your hang her on purse. On the thumb? On the thumb. Uh, 
So that's like their major milestone of a different of change oh, that they've made there. Um, and then the first rollout that they have so far just has uh, four diverse skin tones and hair textures, which okay. is nice, which that's I really cool. like. Yeah. Um, from one legend, Barbie, to the next, there's a guy who keeps going viral on TikTok right now, and he's from Toronto, for eating French toast on the TTC. And he's not just eating French toast on the TTC. He is making the French toast. So this might be annoying if you're on the TTC and you're smelling this delicious cinnamony French toast. Yeah. But, you know, it's better than, you know, the, the most recent situations that's been happening on the TTC, which is violence. Uh, so what he does is he'll set up a table, lays out a white tablecloth. Sometimes he has a little plug-in hot table. Um, and he's always wearing a red apron and a chef's hat, so you cannot miss him. You can't miss this guy. No, I love it. I and in every fun. single video that I have seen, um, he's also had this little bell. You know the, our, where's our bell? Oh, it's too far from me. Yes, he has one of those. <laughs> I don't know what the purpose is. I don't know if he's taking orders. That's funny. But he has a little bell on the table, too. So he's making the French toast from scratch. He is whisking the eggs. Wow. He is putting the bread in it. He's then adding a little, he's adding it to the skillet. He's he's making this French toast from scratch. And then he even plates it with syrup and berries, and then he sits there and he eats it. Uh, on the TTC, on the running subway. Is anybody uh, getting a plate? or No, it's just, just him. him. And I think, and people are just leaving him alone because he looks so happy and at peace. People are just like, wow, this is nice. This is a nice thing to see. Um, and it's never his, it's, it's not like he has his own TikTok page called right. the French Toast Guy. It's other people uploading photos of him or videos of him. So it's not to say that he's doing it for the clout. He might just really be doing this. And he's getting, he's going viral because other people are catching him at different places. Someone caught him, you know, just before the king exit uh, or the king stop on the subway. Someone else caught him at another subway station where he, he just sets up shop. I well, think it's brilliant. Well, someone's got to like, you know, really engage him and see what happens then. Like, let's take it up a notch. Like, what if we get Oh, him- yeah. No, people are talking to him in the videos and things like that. Someone bring him some whipped cream and maybe... I know, right? His, uh, maybe that's like- what he's missing. Okay. But we don't know who this guy is. We don't know his name. He's just yeah. the French toast guy. French toast uh, guy. Yes. But I will post a video on the Chum social page so you can see what I'm talking about. Thank you. Okay. Can't wait to see it. <laughs> Fun. That's what's trending. Listen, as a native New Yorker, this goes to the cleanliness of our TTC. Because uh-huh. what you're not doing over there is making food and then actually eating it and living through that. <laughs> we could eat here on our subway. You know what makes it uh, never goes out of my mind is that viral video with the with The, the rat, rat? The pizza, the pizza. rat? Yeah. Like the, I was like, once again, I mean, pizza yeah. rat would have something to say. Yeah. If, if this was so I would else. never eat on our subway. There's just too many people breathing. Yeah, tell us, <laughs> tell it to, to, to the French toast guy. Wow. Okay. Whoop. Have it your way. Turn up, Marilyn, Dennis, and Jamar podcast. It'll get you feeling good. Shum 104.5. Well, you, you know, I, I'm a collector of things, so uh, I will call myself out because I naturally have an inclination to want to keep things to see if it will mean something to me in the future. So, um, I am guilty of. Owning things that I can't bring myself to throwing out. Not a whole lot, but there are some things that I, I probably like, hold on to too long. Like, like, um, like. I got like a closet. Not closet. I have a drawer full of T-shirts that I probably don't even wear. No, not probably. What's on those T-shirts? Let me call myself out. Okay, okay. I don't wear these T-shirts. 
I don't because they're they're t-shirts that I probably got from like a promo or something. Yeah, you know, they've got like weird logos and graphics and you know graphic tees essentially that I they're at this point looking a bit ratty. I'm not gonna wear them to work. I mean, how many t-shirts do you really need to wear around the house? I could throw them out, but something doesn't feel right about it. So you're not ready. I I uh, I call myself out. Jerry Seinfeld actually has a very, very good take on this whole thing that we're talking about right now. Listen. All things on Earth only exist in different stages of becoming garbage. Your home is a garbage processing center where you buy new things, bring them into your house, and slowly crapify them over time. Objects start the highest level, visible in a living area. From there, it goes down to a closet, cupboard, or drawer. <laughs> That's why we have those, so we don't have to see all of the huge mistakes we have made. <laughs> From the closet, it goes to the garage, one of the longest phases in trashification. No object has ever made it out of the garage and back into the house. Or a personal storage unit. This is the saddest of all. Now, instead of free garbage, you pay rent to visit your garbage. <laughs> those storage units uh, are epic wastes of space they, with all of our garbage in it. They've real listen. I, if you unless you're making a move, and I don't want to you know hurt anybody's feelings, but I just don't understand paying rent for stuff that just sits there. But that's just me. So um, <laughs> you know, it, it, does this resonate? And he's right. Once it gets to the garage, it doesn't really come back. And then when you want move everything into a storage facility, that's a whole different uh, garbage kind of. Uh, transition. Um, and, and you know, they say, Jamar, don't save anything for your kids. Your kids don't want it. Ah, they don't want that it. Hurts. <laughs> they don't that hurts. That stings. It. Yeah. Well, uh, well, well, what things do you own that you can't bring yourself to throw out? What, what have you, what are you holding on to? Here's what I've got. I've got my North Allegheny Tigerette jacket. Okay. Okay. It's, it's doesn't take up much room. It's in the back corner in the closet of the guest ba- bedroom. Every once in a while I look at it. I smell because it's the only kind of jacket that I have that looks like I belong to something. And I had such great memories, and I wasn't an athlete. And so I have. It's got my little name on it. Yeah. It says Tigerette, North Allegheny Tigerette on the back flap. And I'm going to keep it. Let me tell you, don't throw that out. I'm never going to throw that out. Okay. Keep that. I think you should keep that. Yeah, I'm going to keep that. But, but, you know, um, but I'm really good and almost too good uh, cleaning stuff out. Um, Like, like, Like vicious. I can be vicious. Uh, what'd you do with the wedding dresses? I didn't have a wedding dress. Okay, great. Yeah. Good on you. Yeah. Because uh, coming up heavy on Instagram, people are saying wedding dresses. Yeah. They can't bring themselves to throwing out. And uh, it sounds like the person that wrote this has a couple of weddings to, uh, yeah. to speak of. See, I... I Keeping uh, all the dresses. I had something that I could wear again. <laughs> Very That's good call. Yeah. Um, someone says their old baseball trophies can't bring themselves to uh, getting rid of them. They don't. And they're probably just like the, the participation trophy. It's probably not for a special accolade or anything you did... Remember those Noteworthy. medals that you got too? You know? Of course. Like, I mean, you know, why not put it in a little? Like, if, if you've got space, it's not taking up too much space. Why not? But why are you keeping it? So yeah. you have to think about that. Yeah. Okay. Uh, tell us what you're hanging on to that for some reason just won't make it to the trash. Your fault. Text 104536. Time to wake up. <laughs> Marilyn Dennis and Jamar. The Jamar. This is great because, listen, we, we are pack rats by nature and we got to call ourselves out. Sure. And sometimes it's a pride thing because sometimes the things that you keep that mean something to you personally, but in the grand scheme of things, do you really need to keep it? Case in point, someone just texted that they have a box of all the old chum charts. Yay! Now, this is before my time. I need to look this up. Way before your time, in the 70s. 
late okay. 70s and 70s. So these are like little booklets or papers, or what are they? Yeah, what are they? like a little chum chart. You go to the record store, and you'd see what chum was playing. 1050 Chum was playing. They were the home of the hits, right? Okay. So you see a picture of Roger Ashby on the front. Uh-huh. And then he might be with Harry Chapin or Cher or somebody. <laughs> you open it up, and you see what was number one, what was going up the charts, what was a new song. And they are collector's items. They really are. So now, now this is where we have to have the talk. Yeah. You are Miss Chum. Do they really need to keep the chum charts? Oh, I, I love them because this let's, is let's Let's take ourselves out of the situation, Marilyn, for a second. History of where I work. Do they need to keep them? Do they need to keep them? Yeah. Oh, it's up to them. That could be their childhood memories. Okay. I can't. I can't. For me, I've got, I've got a stack of them. I don't have, have them all. But most of them are pictures of Roger. <laughs> and, and it means something to me. And it was the foundation of how this station grew. So it's interesting. But a lot of people have sent me chum charts. And don't do that because I have enough. <laughs> um, but it is part. See, you haven't parted with them because it's part of your childhood. All right. They're not necessarily the participation trophy. They're probably a little more meaningful than that. And you know what else I got? Somebody what? sent me for my birthday. Uh-huh. A, it's, a, it's a canvas bag. It says chum on it. It's fantastic. And it's also got my astrological sign on it. Those were the days, my friend. Look at that. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, I guess we'll make an exception to the let's get rid of stuff rule here. If it means something to you, keep it. Okay. If it's not taking up a lot of space, you keep it. Someone texted him that they still have a stuffed Snoopy with, quote, no structural integrity to speak of. <laughs> but it's my first one ever from the CNE. Marilyn Dennis, did it keep the Snoopy? Uh, I know that one that's not very structurally. can't keep it, its head up. It's now a Snoopy blob. I think I think you can get rid of it. Uh, Take a photo of it, add it to an yes, album, Azalea. and then get rid of it. Yeah. <laughs> okay, that's one way to work with yeah, it. Yeah. Okay, great. Um, Someone texted in, I saved all cards given for birthdays and holidays. Been doing it since high school. I'm 40. Ah. Greeting cards? Listen, I've, I've said this before, man. Like, I'm not a fan of greeting cards. Anything you write in a card, you could just tell me to my face, and I'll give you a hug, and then it's more meaningful. All right, so now I'm going to just turn it a little bit, all right? Okay. Um, uh, as I got older, I kept special cards from my nana and my grandpa and my mom and my dad and my sister. So, that's, so go through them. Are these, are they, you know, go through them. Okay. I wouldn't say 40 years of them, though, or how many years? That's a lot of cards. That's a lot of cards. Okay. Now, uh, is there something she can do with those? I wonder. Yeah, and how much are you renting that forklift that you're up? <laughs> bringing all those paper. cards around the house. In? That's a lot of paper. Right? Um, another texter says, a pair of fuzzy mod robes, pans from the late 90s. I'm not even a, a fan. I don't even know what that is. Do we do? Simone, our producer. Do you, you know what that is? And uh, why do you they know were what that like, is? They were like uh, almost the 90s version of bell bottoms. Oh, really? Yeah. I, I must have missed but that episode they, of the 90s. They, what are they're, they're, they're pants. <laughs> they're pants. Uh, no, just like um, like a Dickies material. Like okay. A, uh, okay. Like a canvas uh, or something? Yeah, like a Chino kind of pant. Oh, like sure. that. Yeah. Peter's sure. pants kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Simone, can we call out your family for a second? Cause Absolutely. You said, you said that your family is famous for keeping things that they really need to get rid of. Yeah, the, the big one is TVs. Multiple TVs. Multiple TVs. Where uh, are they? Uh, they're in the basement. <gasps> Whenever I go to my parents' house... All in the basement. There's TVs, and they go from uh, decade to decade. So we got stuff from when my grandparents were still around to like the wooden, like yeah. coffin style TV. Yes, there's that. There's <laughs> stuff from the 80s, 90s. Yeah, they they love their TVs. It's something they'll never. But get why rid don't of. they get? Why don't they get rid of them? Uh, because they think you're gonna take it. Yeah, yeah, maybe when, maybe they want me to inherit them. 
I'm going to start a TV. Are you going to keep them? No. Absolutely not. <laughs> there it is. My mom's house is literally a, a museum of our childhood. Aww. And every time I go to the house, I'm like, Mom, what are you doing in here? Right. It's just too much stuff. Well, here's the other get thing. Get rid of it. How do you get rid of your, ch- like, you got to get through your kids' artwork. So can you tell, like, as someone who's been through yeah. it. Yeah. What is the shelf life on kids' artwork? I kept one or two pieces from Adam every year that he went through grade school. Okay. Some of them were, they were so funny. Yeah. And he he, he will get them eventually. Like, he, he's seen them already. He thinks it's great that I kept it. But not everything. Can't keep everything. Yeah, because I'm at the age or stage right now where my kid is coming home with everything with uh, the glitter. And I the, know, me too. With and that. the... Uh, the clay and this, it's got crayon over it. I'm like, do I keep these? Am I a bad person if I throw this out? I kept the one of her as a Christmas ornament with her little face on it. And she colored it. That's for her for later. Okay. Curated little That's thing. I would do a little curated thing for her so when she turns 21, she can go through it in the history of her life. No TVs. All right. <laughs> we're, we're learning. We're learning. Uh, someone said Beaver Canoe T-shirt. Get rid of it. Beaver Canoe T-shirt. Get rid of it. Oh, yeah. Beaver Canoe. You want to keep it? No, keep that. Azalea. Nice vintage. <laughs> you can, up, you can, up, how, what's the word? Uh, upcycle. Upcycle it. Az- Azalea, do you keep your carnival costumes? No. Okay, you get rid of I throw them out the day of. Like, you know some women just have, like, feathers all over their bedroom. I don't know why they do that. I know girls that do that. It's like... It's like a menagerie of like dead parrots in their house. It's like you wore all these. They're like, yeah, every year. Wow. Get rid of them. Anyway. Eh. <laughs> you know when they move to the garage. She eats their own. When things move to the garage, you know it's time to say bye-bye. Uh, Toss it. When you wake up, when you wake up, wake up, Toronto. Wake up, baby. It's Marilyn, Dennis, and Jamar. I wake up early every morning. Wake up. I think we're on to something. It's not even spring, and we're doing people's spring cleaning for them. I kind of like that. We're going we're gonna to be that friend that's going to be at the house with you to say, you know, there's three boxes. You keep, you toss, you donate. Okay. We're going to be that voice for you. Keep, toss, donate. donate. Mm-hmm. Keep, toss, donate. I like that. Let me see. Keep, toss, donate. That works, actually. There's three different categories. Yeah. Okay, Justine is up. Uh, D- Justine, uh, can you hear us? Yeah, I can hear you. You're going to have to tell everyone this item that you have. Make your case about why it's even in your life. And then we'll decide whether you keep it, you toss it, or you donate it. Got it? Got it. All right. What is it? My old cell phone. My Nokia cell phone. Nokia. From when I was 16. I'm turning 37 in a couple weeks. <laughs> You've got a, uh, a, a Nokia cell phone that's older than some of the people listening to the radio station. Exactly. Okay. Whose uh, phone number is stored on that cell phone? Ooh. Oh, wow. Oh. Probably my parents. Oh, okay. It was for when I was about to start driving. Maybe some old friends and crushes. But will I ever use this again? Why am I keeping it? Okay, where is it located right now in your house? In a junk drawer with the rest of my cell phones from my life. Other cell phones? How many? Every BlackBerry, I think there was a Samsung flip phone. There was okay. some old iPhones. Where are we now in our, our phone kind of, what are you carrying around with you now? Um, a more recent iPhone. 
Okay. To okay. take pictures. But yeah, and that's eventually going to end up in the junk drawer. So you're exactly. all, you're you're really asking about one phone, Jamar. She's asking about the Nokia. So we, that seems to be really important to which you. is a little surprising because I think the entire junk drawer of phones is in question. But that's not what you called for, huh? But she but she mentions one out of the series. Why just the one? I mean, yeah. do we not want to talk about all these phones here? We can talk about all the phones. I, I think I kept them as backups, but now it's to a point where I'm not going to use that old Nokia or BlackBerry or flip phone. Unless you've got like an itching, you know, raging, uh, just huh? urge to play Snake, <laughs> <laughs> you know, uh, which I don't think you have. It's yeah. No. Okay. It's, it's Nokia. Is it uh, it's the, the, the little brick? brick? Is it colorful? I think it's sentimental. No, it was the black and white. Not it's even the in-color version. All right. So all if right. I said to you, Jamar, I'm going to say this to her. You take that junk drawer, you're going to dump it all out, okay? You're going to take, you can only keep one phone. Would it be the Nokia? Probably. Okay. Then you take that, make sure all those phones are cleared and donate okay. them. Okay. Would someone even want them? I guess they Yes, they will. They'll, if you if you get them cleared, yes, you can do that. And they'll, they'll recycle them. In some cases, they give it to people that don't have phones or... Uh, they give it to seniors that don't have phones. Oh, what a what a bad trick to play on a senior. Yeah, but here's I mean, a brand new Sony Ericsson. Yeah, but they only want like so they can at least phone somebody, right? And so, like, I'm being earnest now, but just pick one phone, and that's you keep mentioning Nokia, so I keep that one. So you say donate. Donate. Uh, Azalea, what do you, what do you say? Donate. You say donate, Simone. What do you think? Keep them all. Keep them. <laughs> From the man whose parents have all yeah. every television they've ever owned in the basement. Those are great. Smaller uh, than TVs. Justine, I'm gonna go <laughs> a little bit <laughs> I'm gonna go a little bit outside of the box here. I'm gonna say that you uh, set up the most epic social media post ever. Like put your phones in, right. in year order, make right. a picture, make a post, and then you okay. toss them. They're done. All right. Okay. That's a really great idea. That's good advice. But keep one just in case. <laughs> keep the note. Okay. Just in case what? Just in case you get it a little It becomes sad. 1999 again when yeah. I got to know where. We all like to go home. Just in again, case a time we? machine is invented and she can get her hands on one and go back. Just now case, I have a phone. Just in case I say, anyone that owns a Nokia, da, 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 you're a millionaire. <laughs> I, I, you know what? I'm with you on that. Yeah. See, that is why people keep things. Yeah. Mm-hmm. For that exact reason. Well, now that we've confused you, Justine, enjoy your day. <laughs> Thank you. One phone is all you need, but the second is a retro one. You can keep that one, too. Uh, all right. Fun. Okay. Uh, you have decisions to make. See, uh, I see how different we all think. I think we all think very, very differently. But one thing is for sure, we all have too much stuff, all of us. Marilyn Dennis and Jamar. Come on. In, in the morning. My station. Chum 104.5. If I asked you, listening to the show, who the most overpaid actors in Hollywood are, what would your response be? You could start sending those. <laughs> look at your hand. It goes way up in the air. Uh, you could start spending your responses to 104.536. Uh, Marilyn, with your hand raised high, most overpaid performers in Hollywood. Reese Witherspoon. Yeah, she's on the list. Reese Witherspoon is on the list. And this is a list uh, that was put together by Essence uh, Magazine. Yeah. Essence.com. They, uh, I'll They're tell talking you about Forbes came up with the list and Essence yeah, just covered ran it. with it. Yeah. And now, listen, we've been on some lists, you and I. I wouldn't want to be on this list. <laughs> Am I on, I'm a, you I'm know, on a couple okay. lists. I'm going to you know, keep that to myself. Okay, no, I know. But this is a list as an actor going, oh, please. Yeah, they say uh, yeah. Reese Witherspoon, for every dollar she's paid, only uh, averages $3.90 in return. Yeah. Um, 
I mean, I'm not a filmmaker, so I don't know what you should be bringing in, but yes. I guess that does seem a little bit low. Yeah. Um, but she is third on the list. Um, second on the list is Catherine Heigl. Wow, there's a name for the past. Catherine Heigl. For every dollar that Catherine Heigl's paid, yeah. um, she only earns $3.40 on each of the movies. Yeah. Uh, Knocked Up, 27 Dresses, The Ugly Truth. Um, not the biggest money makers for the people, or her rather. Um, number one, which is surprising, but not surprising. Right. Eddie Murphy. Eddie Murphy. They're saying that Eddie Murphy is the most overpaid actor in Hollywood. Ah, I just love Eddie Murphy so much, but I guess I got to be keeping it real here. Like, uh, there are a couple flops, right? Well, or- if there's a couple of stinkers after a big one, right? That's when that. That's when it changes the numbers. Yeah. And he, you know, like Do- I love Dolomite is my name. I love that. Movie. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It. But yeah. he he got critical acclaim for that. But that wasn't a box office bomb. Sh- like it was a. It was, it was probably a... So the thing with Eddie yeah. Murphy is there's yeah. like a lot of nostalgia with Eddie Murphy. Like, yeah. I love Coming to America. One of the best films ever. The Golden Child. Probably people don't even remember that movie. No. But I love it. You know what I mean? You love it. Nutty Professor. Hercules. Hercules. But this for me is where, like, I started... I started departing from Eddie like Where did you depart from him? Where was all that Nutty Professor stuff wasn't my favorite. I thought that was bad. I can't think of what. Norbit. Remember Norbit? That wasn't good. That was terrible. Right? Dr. I love trading places in Beverly Hills. Yeah, those, those, are, those are classic. Those, are, those were so good. But that time is over. I like, know. Like, I, it'd be hard to make a trading places or a Beverly Hills Oh, uh, wait, 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 wait. Wait a minute. Dream Girls. He was excellent in Dream Girls. Yeah, but he wasn't like the... But well, yeah, yeah, he was good in it. Yeah, yeah, but, he, but it was an ensemble cast. This is about a starring S- role. Same thing with Harlem Nights. Yeah, yeah. Big ensemble cast. Yeah. Classic movie. I love that movie. Yeah. Um, but you know you're not gonna get a Beverly Hills Cop now no. because like that that whole style is not even the thing right now. That was That's back right. with like a Police Academy and all those things. Yeah. That's done. Um, so Eddie Murphy, yeah, they're yeah. saying, ooh, this is harsh how they worded it too. They said <laughs> Eddie Murphy's career has collapsed. Collapsed. Uh, yeah, I know that's a hard I mean, way to word that. Well, uh, has it hurt. not? I mean, I don't want to say that. I just still love Eddie Murphy, but I—I uh, I mean, I guess by measures in the Hollywood world, maybe it has. And he yeah. also was—wasn't he just on honored? SNL? Yeah, no. he was honored with the Lifetime Achievement Award. Right. Let me let me tell you else. But they say his life is over. <laughs> we all love these people. I love Jack Black. He's one of the funniest guys ever. But you know, not not big uh, stinker movies. Sandra Bullock, who really pulled in a lot of money, not anymore. Yeah. Oh. That's why she's taking a break. Nicolas Cage is yeah. another one. Mm-hmm. Uh, ben Stiller is another one. We love Denzel Washington, but not pulling in the box. Oh, and Sarah pain. Jessica Parker. Well, think On about it. Well, that's another name, Denzel Washington. What's yeah. the big, big movie of his these Recently? days? Recently, mm-hmm. it's a lot of these like kind of like B-ish mm-hmm. movies. Yeah. You know, I watched the one with him and Viola Davis the other day. I was just thinking that one. What's it called? Fences. Fences. Yeah, it was great, but it didn't. It wasn't a huge movie. No. Yeah. I saw that too. It was good. I saw it in the theater. Yeah. But it wasn't a, it wasn't like a mass appeal movie. Right. Right. It, it, well, it was based on a based, play. Based on a play which just, they were they started in on Broadway. They thought they'd bring it to. Right. Not a blockbuster. It no. wasn't like Girl on Fire. Is that that was the name of the movie? Girl on Fire? Some, Man on Fire? Man on Fire. Someone was on fire. I know. Yeah, something was on fire. Somebody um, was hot. <laughs> someone texted in another person who they think is overpaid is Jennifer Lawrence. What do we think? Yes. Yes. I don't like her. Oh wow. I don't not like her. I just, not, not a fan of the films. She's just so dry. <laughs> like, <laughs> but, but that's her character. I think, I think, yeah, dry girl. It is. I think she had her moment. Yeah, 
Tom Cruise, how dare you, someone from Kingston, Ontario? Maverick. Okay, but other than Are Maverick. Are you serious? That is the number one blocky Mission Impossible. Of the decade. No. Isn't that the same movie? What? Oh. Hey, edit Please don't. live? Don't, 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 don't. Step away from the yellow tape. Yo. Tell me you don't like action without saying you don't like action. First of all, Tom Cruise, Tom Cruise is a moneymaker. And, and it will always be Mission Impossible and Maverick. All right. I love that one where he jumped on the couch. What movie was that? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> the way that's the Oprah interview. Oh, not a movie. Oh, my gosh. All right. Well, there it is. Remember, Hallmark films. Right. That That's wrong genre. <laughs> I, I I get it now. Happy oh. and colorful. Thank you. With Marilyn, Dennis, and Jamar. Star-studded morning on the morning show. We have Nathan Fillion of The Rookie. Hey. Which is 8 p.m. CTV. The Rookie is back. Nathan Fillion, season five. That's correct. You know what? I'm going to tell you. We, we have the 8 o'clock time slot. Rookie Feds has the 9 o'clock time slot. Right. I'm trying to start a new thing. The new Netflix and chill. Tuesday nights. Oh. Rookie Nookie. Rookie Nookie. Oh, I like Rookie Rookie Nookie. nookie. I mean, coming the, up the, on the, Tuesday night, I Rookie mean, Nook doesn't sell very well because I mean, you want you know, <laughs> you want uh, you want people who know what they're doing in the Nookie, but Rookie Nookie's cool too. It's amateur, right? <laughs> I'm not gonna tell a girl, hey, I'm, how about some Rookie Nookie tonight? <laughs> she could be like, well, like we don't know what we're doing. Oh my gosh, let's say congratulations, congratulations for five seasons. Thank you. Very You're much. in the middle of shooting right now. That's correct. I'm surprised you could get away. You know what? Yeah, uh, that's we amazing. have a big cast, and anytime yeah. I mean, there's a lot of very capable actors, incredible characters. Anytime we're telling their story, it's an opportunity for me to come to Toronto. And that's great. That's great. Well, you are Canadian, Edmonton-born. Was going to be a teacher. Uh, what, what? A couple weeks before graduating? I was three months before graduating when I got a, a job on a soap in New York. What was the soap? One life to live. Wow, one, oh, one life to live. I was the best Joey Buchanan ever. <laughs> How long did you do that job? Three years to the day. Wow. Was it hard working on a soap? At, at, at first, yeah. yes. It's extremely yeah. hard. But good but training. Incredible training. What's, what the, what's the hardest thing about being on a soap? Like, why? Um, I'd say not laughing. It's, it's the refresh rate. <laughs> it's, the ref- it's, this, it's the pace. It's, how many sh- it's a one-hour show yeah. every day, no hiatus. Okay. That's a lot of TV. One of my favorite pieces of work that you did was actually a video game, uh, Halo 3. I was in that. Yeah, that's like the greatest game ever. I was in that. Okay, now that couldn't have been hard. I mean, was that hard? Was that fun? I I do those voiceover things a lot faster than people predict that I can do them. I, I'm a strong reader. I know I don't look smart. <laughs> no, but you you got a great voice. Do you change your voice a lot when you do voiceovers? Like, is there a commercial out right now that you do a voice of? And... Where I talk really close to the microphone. Yes. And I get right in your ear for some ASMR. No, ah. I don't really do that. You know, you Very do that. familiar voice. And also a familiar face, unfortunately, which he came out and just told us off the everybody. Yes, tell us a story. Tell us about the Jason Bateman thing. You are not Jason. This actually happened to me. I was uh, rushing home, admittedly, speeding, got pulled over. Uh, I, I fessed up. I said, yes, I was speeding. That was gratuitous. Even for willfully speeding, that was too fast. And here's the thing. I don't have my ID. I, I left my house without the ID this that morning I explained to him I don't have my ID he said well that's all right I I think I recognize you you're an actor right I said yes sir I'm actually a pretty good actor (laughs) he said well you've been very honest with me I'll let you go with a warning if you give an autograph to my wife I said what's her name he said 
it's Lynn. I said, great. I started writing the autograph to Lynn. He dials his phone, calls her. Hey, honey, I'm getting you an autograph. Oh, my love. Yeah, it's Jason Bateman. Jason Bateman. <laughs> <laughs> and I handed that thing over, and that guy went home thinking he met Mr. Bateman. Okay. And have you met Jason Bateman? I have. I have on a couple of occasions. Yeah, and what's he said to you? When He's you very pleasant, and yes, yeah. we have chatted about, the, we have acknowledged that we we are you know, similar. Yeah. Okay. Similar. So, yeah. You, you acknowledge it. To, to us, I think we know our faces pretty good, so we look at each other and we see two very, very different people. Exactly. I think we're in exactly. that same boat. That is that. so funny. Yeah. So let's talk about this kind of, this empire that's been kind of developing right now with the rookies. So it's, it's, you're building a, it's almost like a CSI kind of idea. That's the plan. Yeah. Spread out, cover the planet, Lots take of, over. Take over. So there's a lot of characters, there's a lot of character building. So it started off, I remember talking to you in the first season, and then it started taking off. Yes. Talk about that. We have uh, managed to uh, build some momentum. We've got some really great support from our network who have now put us on a, on a new time slot where we get some nice fresh eyes on us. Mm-hmm. And, uh, typically, people go to bed pretty early, so Sunday night's at 10 o'clock. People would watch it later, yeah. record it later. Yeah. But um, and our, and our, what they call those the, your live numbers right. on a day, your live plus three, that's three days, okay. plus five and seven or 30 they, they have all these algorithms that they look at so our numbers of people coming to watch the show later were very high and very impressive now that we're moved to our tuesday nights now our live numbers are, are way up we're so excited true to roof true to roof yeah so and they got tons of people coming to have fun with the two i see yeah, yeah. pete davidson came through He's come to uh, hang out with us a number of times. I met him on the Suicide Squad and asked him to come on the show. He's been very kind to us. He's so much fun. He is such a crew favorite. And we had Kelly Clarkson come on. Yes, which I'm reading. Uh, she makes an appearance in tomorrow night's episode, Kelly Clarkson. That's right? correct. Wait, today is? Oh, today is tomorrow? Okay, that's tonight. That's it's tonight. tonight. That's tomorrow tonight. You know these TV shows, Jamar. You never know what day it is. Well, uh, looking forward. <laughs> How was she to work with? Fantastic. We actually attended her birthday Program. We were surprise uh, guests on her birthday show, nice. and our birthday gift to her was having her come on our show. She's so, so nice. Sweet. She's so great. Well, this has been a great like, reunion because we haven't seen well, we haven't seen each other since season one, and it's nice the pandemic is. How did you guys survive during the pandemic as far as shooting the show? We did some extreme protocols. Yeah. We shortened our days. We lengthened the amount of days it takes to make an episode. We were tests. We were. Uh, oh, we had these little trackers. You have what? to wear a tracker when Just you got like to when work. Just like when you come out of jail or something? Like yeah, that? they clip it to your ear. Oh, no. man, you guys went uh, full-on conspiracy. We, like, we, we put little trackers in our socks. Chips under your skin? Yeah. And... If someone were to come down with COVID, they could just punch in the number and see who you spent 15 minutes oh. five feet of. Wow. Isn't that incredible? Yeah. Sure, they didn't actually, hear that much here for us. No, I actually <laughs> want to fish out my tin foil hat and put it back on now because everything I was thinking was true. <laughs> Crazy. Okay, great. Well, well listen, listen. at least you're not sick. At least you're healthy. The right. show's doing well. Season yes. five and somebody spent off. Nathan Fillion, nice to see you again. What a pleasure. Thanks for having me back. All right. You got it. Beautiful. Nathan Fillion in the house. Check it out. That was the celebrity rookie. birthday jackpot. We got to do that again. I know. It was fun. Nathan, someone says you will always be Joey in one life to live. Uh, me. That's, that's so nice. You rocked in Dr. Horrible sing-along. That's also true. Um, I loved you in Suicide Squad. You did? TDK. Uh, are you saying this is personal? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm a comic book guy. Are you kidding me? That, that was awesome. <laughs> and Halo. Yes, that rocked.
Yep. So thank I you. liked you in Castle, too. Thanks. I you. Yes, I do. Jeez, now that I think about it, I'm all over the place. You are, you Bro, are, come on, man. What are you talking about? Do it. Yeah. What's trending in Toronto with Azalea Hart? Let me know, let me know. So rumor has it, just in time for Valentine's Day, Sean Mendez is possibly dating his longtime chiropractor. Dr. Jocelyn Miranda is 51 years old. And whoa. Sean, just a reminder, is 24. Wait, whoa, that just, that hit. I know. It's a little bit of a shock. Okay. I didn't see things going this way. Um, but they've been spotted together multiple places over the last few months. That They've known each other let for me, years. Let me I tell mean, you this something. is chiropractor. Sorry to interrupt you. Mm-hmm. But the minute in Google you type Dr. Joss, you don't even put the whole word in. Yeah. Uh-huh. Joss and Miranda pops up immediately. Really? And then uh, the most searched terms are... Jo- Dr. Jocelyn Miranda, husband. Well, she she's well. Who's her? I don't think she's married. Okay. But she's a popular uh, celebrity chiropractor. I mean, you tell me if you you see that she's married. Um, but she deals with Justin Bieber, Haley, Kendall Jenner, Justin Timberlake, just to name a few. But I mean, the photos that are going viral right now are ones of Sean and Dr. Jocelyn arriving to his home okay. in L.A. So it looks like they're both pretty comfortable wearing uh, track pants. She's wearing uh, like tights and a and a sweatshirt. She's carrying a pretty big bag that could, you know, maybe overnight. be an overnight bag. Um, yeah, and they're just walking into his home. It doesn't look like she's getting ready to crack his back. <laughs> <laughs> but who's cracking whose back here? Well, right. We don't really know. Right. right. But they're both kind of just carrying their coffee. It just looks very casual and very cutesy. She, she's very good looking. Guys, there's a lot of photos of them kind of hugged up and walking. There's together. a lot Why of photos of the two of them together. More than a few. I mean, they just seem to be embraced quite often. And might I add, uh, she doesn't look like your average 51 year old. No, she does not. Yeah. Uh, and maybe you know, maybe that's what Sean sees. But yeah, there's quite a bit of photos if you search uh, them up. Both their names together, you're going to see lots of photos of them together. They've known each other for years, so that is the rumor mill right now. How many years? Because she's been around a lot longer. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Right. Well, this is interesting. They're very comfy cozy together, that is for sure. I want all couples to last. So, you know, if this is where it is, I want it to work. Right. If this is where we're going, then okay. Yeah, but it is uh, a bit unconventional. That's Yes, definitely. Marilyn, um, last time you dated a 24-year-old, how did it go? <laughs> I never did that. Okay. All right. I never did that, but I just kind of, I'm like, I'm like you know, L.A., does anybody look their age anyway? Uh, no, Not no, really. No, exactly. Right. Especially when you have money. Right, right. All right. Exactly. You can buy your age in L.A., right? Exactly. I wonder yeah. how Camilla's going to feel about that. Maybe Sean's going to name a Toronto Zoo cockroach after <laughs> <laughs> There's a, there's a cockroach named the Camila. Do you know who named it? Right, exactly. If you see now, one, Toronto Sean, Zoo, let us know. Sean cockroach. Or there could be a Sean cockroach. Yeah. But, I mean, Sean lives here. Right. So he's more likely. But we're talking, tell us about that. That's it. So the Toronto Zoo, they're doing this Valentine's Day special where you can actually name one of their cockroaches after your ex. For a small fee, $25. You're going to get a digital certificate um, of the name. Maybe you'll even get a little photo of your cockroach if you want to keep that on your fridge. 
And <laughs> yeah. it's also a tax receipt you're going to receive as well if you, you know, decide to buy one. You can also get a personalized ranch name for this cockroach. Oh. Like, it's very, it's, they're going really in depth here. But the money is going towards some of the zoo's priorities, including saving wildlife and promoting conservation. Um, but this is just their main Valentine's Day here you go. You want to do something that will make you feel better. Name a cockroach after your ex. This is disgusting. So if that does make you feel better, then more power to you. Sure. Um, sure. What I wasn't your... spending $25 on my ex. What would your... <laughs> is that worth it? What would your cockroach's name be, uh, Azalea? I plead the fifth. <laughs> <laughs> Why are you trying to get me to say names? Okay. Okay. I'm going back to Sean Mendes and this doctor. Okay. Do you really need to take someone to the AMAs, the BMAs, Saturday Night Live? Do you need a chiropractor on hand? Right. That's where she's been seen. Huh? All the time. All the time. All the time. The dream. <laughs> okay, interesting. All right. Well, that's what's trending. We got to keep our eye on what's going on with Sean Mendez. He looks happy in these yeah. photos. And I mean, we want him to be happy. We want him to be happy. Yes, we do. And I like if it's the new- Dr. Jocelyn Miranda. <laughs> he, he did a big chop. I like the hair. He did. He changed things up. That's what happens when you get into a new relationship or you end a relationship. Right. Did Dr. Johnson yeah. say I like buzz cuts? And then he was like, bet. <laughs> say less. <laughs> buzz cut it is. There it is. All That's right. what's trending. Very interesting. Turn up. Marilyn, Dennis, and Jamar. Podcast. It'll get you feeling good. Shum 104.5. Today, what's happening today? Because I, I suggested if anybody likes chili, it's National Chili Day. Is it a kind of a chili day? Uh, in more chili, ways than chili, one, chili. sure. Yeah, yeah. If you want to do something. I was cooking. never a chili person. Me neither. What is it? It reminds me of... I, just the idea I of know. eating meat soup is not very uh, appealing to me. And that's what I think of chili. I just think of yeah, just like... I'm like, good. I like to chew my meat, not sip it, you know? That's <laughs> 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 how I You're feel. you sipping chili. I mean, You're still just, chewing it. Just give me meat off the oh, bone. God. I want it very... I have like a thing. Like a... You know, I don't want to like spoon meat. I have teeth still. <laughs> right. So. Although, when you're starving and you're on the road and you see a Wendy's, they do have good chili. Wendy's yeah. does they, have good chili. They do have good chili. Yeah. Just eat around the beans. I just want to right. put those two words together, good and chili. But fine. <laughs> All right. All right. Well, it's National kind of, Chili Day. It's kind of soupy. All right. It's a soupy day. It's going to be raining on and off, and I don't know. It's this. It was very slick this morning. It's better now. Where I, I hope it is where you live. Later on this week, we're going to get some snow. Yeah. Wow. That should make you happy. Uh, yeah, snows and more snows always a good thing. Yeah, yeah. In my book, someone says there's also bean and vegan chili. Yeah, because that's what I want to do. I want to. I want to drink my beans. <laughs> that's exactly what I want to do. We are not going to sell them on it. It was just an idea. Not sold. Okay. Done. Marilyn, Dennis, and Jamar podcast. Chum 104.5 podcast.